This is the FBCG Live Podcast with Pastor John K. Jenkins Sr. Today's message is titled, Change is Gonna Come. There will be no difficult days. God allows devastating things to happen because there's something He's trying to work in you. Wherever you're joining us from, we pray this message encourages and empowers you in your daily walk with God. Thank you for joining us wherever you are in the world. I'm so thankful and so grateful for this privilege to uh, talk to you today. I want to talk from a subject today, a theme, a thought that change is going to come. That's the title of this message today. Uh, change is going to come. It's, a, it's a, a message from the book of Job that I want to talk about for just a few moments. Uh, I want to, I'm not gonna have any points, I'm not, you know, y'all know me know I'm outlining points and all of that. I got one thought, one theme that here it is right here. Change is going to come. And uh, so don't wait for me to give you an outline or a point. I ain't got point one, point two, point three. Don't hear that today. But I do want you to hear this message today because we have been living in some challenging times. These have been difficult days. These have been heart wrenching days. Over 800,000 Americans have died. The number's huge, great across the world of people who've lost loved ones from this pandemic. It is a challenge and a, a struggle and, and discouraging that uh, so much has happened. The economy, the world's economy has been impacted by this pandemic. Families, homes, lives, jobs, careers have been impacted by the effects of this pandemic. And I asked the Lord, I prayed, I said, Lord, what can I say to the people? And he told me to tell you today on this Youth Remix Sunday, change is going to come. Uh, young people need to know that though they are experiencing something devastating in the course of their life, I've never seen anything like this in the course of my life. None of us have in the course of our lifetime. But it says today, God told me to tell you that, yes, it's difficult days, but change is going to come. And he took me to the book of Job. Let me allow me to talk to you about Job here. Here's a young man, Job, who's the Bible calls him uh, an incredible person. The Bible, God, matter of fact, God thought so much about Job that in one of his conferences with Satan, when the devil had come before God, God said to him, God pointed out Job and said, have you seen my boy? Have you seen my man Job? Here's somebody who loves me, who's committed to me and who is dedicated to me, who has who who worships me. Have you have you have you seen him? Have you noticed him? He points him out. I wonder if God is calling your name out to say, have you been have has the devil noticed you? God says, have you have you noticed him? He was a man who feared God and hated evil is what the Bible says about him. Job is a man, 10 children, seven sons, three daughters. And he's also a wealthy man because I believe because of his lifestyle, because of his faithfulness to the things of God, God afforded him the privilege of having wealth. He's a, he's a wealthy man. He's got 7,000 sheep, 3,000 camels. He's got hundreds of yokes of oxen and hundreds of female donkeys, lives in a large house. This, this man has been fortunate and he has been blessed. But all of that changed on one devastating day. On one day, Job experiences extensive pain and drama. One day, everything seems to fall apart. And one day, 
a servant comes in on this one single solitary day and it looks like his world has been turned upside down. A servant comes in with some devastating news. Job, your oxen and your donkeys have been stolen, raided by, by the Sabians. They have come and stolen all of your stuff. They've, to they've taken all of your oxen and all of your donkeys. And the Bible says, while that messenger was still talking, another one comes in, rings the doorbell and says, I've got some devastating news for you, Job. Your 7,000 sheep were all burnt by fire. They're all dead. They're gone. You've lost all of your sheep. Here's a man now who, who's gone from having all of the oxen and all of the donkeys. And now they're gone. They've been stolen. And then while he's yet talking, uh, his 7,000 sheep have been destroyed by a fire that runs rampantly through his, uh, his, his ranch, his, uh, his territory, and they're all gone. And while that messenger is talking, yet another one comes in with yet more bad news. 3,000 of your camels have been raided and your camels have been taken. Now, now he's been robbed a second time. Now he has, he has had his his camels raided and taken away. And yet while that man is talking, yet a fourth servant comes in, in verse 18 and 19 with yet more devastating news of chapter one and says, Job, your 10 children were eating at the oldest son's house and the house collapsed because of a storm and killed all of your children, Job, all 10 of your kids are gone. I can't imagine losing one child, let alone all 10 in one day. What a devastating, what a devastating day. It is, it is, it, this is, this, this is unbelievable. It is an unbelievable day in this man's life. And by the way, it is not due to any decisions or bad choices that Job has made. I think it's important for everybody to understand that sometimes when you have devastating things happen, sometimes it's because of choices that you've made. And sometimes you have devastating circumstances in your life uh, because of, uh, uh, not necessarily because of any bad choices you made. Sometimes God's trying to develop your character. There's something about in you he wants to develop and shape. So he may allow some devastating things to happen. He may permit them. Or yet he may be allowing them because it is a spiritual warfare deal. And that's the situation here with Job. It is spiritual warfare. It is, it is God giving the devil permission to bring devastating things in Job's life. Why? Because the devil thought that he could make Job curse God to his face. He thought that because of devastating things happening to Job, he would somehow turn his back on God, curse God and go ahead and refuse to worship the almighty God. But I praise the Lord that Job is a guy that regardless of what the circumstances are that he faces, he still worships the almighty God. He still acknowledges God. He still worships God. He still gives him the praise. He, he recognizes that. And so I want to spend a few moments and talk about this situation because some there's somebody here today, somebody watching this broadcast, somebody listening to this message that perhaps has had some devastating things happen to you. Maybe because of this pandemic, you've lost your job. Maybe because of this pandemic, your 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 finances have gone down the drain. Maybe you've even lost a loved one in your family. Maybe you have had some devastating things occur in your life. 
And my job is to come to tell you and to give you good news that even though you may have had bad things happen and God told me to tell you, change is going to come. Allow me for a few moments to just lay out the outline of this book of Job. If you get an opportunity to read it, it will be beneficial to you. In the first two chapters of Job, listen to me, some of you want to take notes, write this down. The first two chapters of Job is Job's testing. It is all of the drama of what he's lost in his life. It is the result, the fruit of this spiritual warfare that the devil has come in and taken all of his stuff and destroyed his his, his, his wealth and killed his children. And even Job is stricken with sickness from the top of his head to the bowl, uh, soles of his feet. He's even devastated with a sickness. Uh, this happens in the first two chapters. But then in chapters two through 37 of Job, Job talks. He has dialogue with his so-called friends who come. In chapters two through 37, his friends come and they accuse Job. And you listen to this. They accuse Job of sinning. They have concluded that there's something that Job has done that has caused him to have to reap the, the result of these devastating things. These friends of his are, 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 are wrong. They, 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 they put Job in a defensive posture because he does respond to his friends and he does defend himself. Uh, but they are wrong in their conclusions. I think it's important that every child of God knows that sometimes the circumstances you're going through is not because you have done anything wrong. Here's the truth of the matter, uh, brothers and sisters. If you've done something wrong, if God was going to pay you back, you and I would have been gone to hell a long time ago. But thanks be to God, uh, he doesn't reward us according to our iniquities. He's a God that gives us another chance. By the time we get to chapter 38 of Job, in chapters 38 through chapter 42, verse 7, God communicates to Job and Job responds. He has a dialogue with God in verses in chapter 38 through 42, verse 6. When we get to chapter 42, verse 7 through 17, Job's friends, the same ones who said he was he had sinned. And that's what this is what was causing the drama in his life. Those friends get rebuked. And, and here's what's the great news. Job gets restored. God restores Job. God blesses Job. God uh, affirms that he accepts Job. God affirms his love for Job. And by the time we get to chapter 42 and verse 10, Job is restored. Listen to this. I feel a shout coming on me. Job gets restored. His change occurs and he gets back twice what he had. Twice, everything he lost, God restores twice. And that's why I've come to tell somebody, God is about to bring about change. And somebody's about to get restored. God is about to bring back double for your trouble. God, got, uh, God gave to Job twice the, of all that he had lost. His latter days were more than his beginning days. And you know what's interesting about this, that Job experienced this after he prayed for his friends. I think it's important for you to pray for the people who lie on you and talk about you and reject you and accuse you. Job prayed for them. Go on and preach, Pastor. I know you don't want to pray for those people, but my assignment is to tell you, pray for the people who hurt you and say all kinds of manner of evil against you. Intercede for them. Call, call them out before God. Just hold their name up before God. 
Job encourages me because when he prays in, 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 these, in, 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 in these verses, in these chapters, in this section of scripture, during his prayer, his prayer blesses me because he affirms that his days are full of trouble. He acknowledges that man's days blossoms and fades away, that life is cyclical. There are ups and downs in life. He, aff he affirms that life goes up and down. Some of you don't recognize life goes ups and down. There's ups and downs in life. There's a cycle to life. But I affirm the fact that he still worshiped God. He still gave God the praise. As a matter of fact, you and I need to understand and you have to know that it rains on the just and the unjust, the Bible teaches us. Good and bad happens to the people who are good and to the people who are bad. Too many people are making decisions with regard to the ups and downs in their lives and they only want to see sunshine. But listen, let me tell you, you cannot appreciate the sunshine until you've had some rain in your life. Job understood this and he made a profound statement. Job blesses me because when we get to chapter 14, here's Job in the midst of his discussion and talking with God in the midst of all of the drama. Chapter 14, verse 14, he says, if a man dies, can he live again? Shall he live again? What does that mean? Here's what he means. Here's what Job is saying. Can I have an opportunity to live life over again? I'm having some devastating things happen, but can I start all over again? If I die, can I come back and have a second chance at life? Listen, we only get one chance at life, Job. We only get one opportunity. You and I get one opportunity to respond to God the way he wants us to respond. And in the midst of Job's challenges and troubles, he responds the way God would have us respond. Yes, he does ask the question, if a man die, shall he live again? No, Job, the answer to the question is you don't come back. You don't come back as a, a cow or a dog or you don't come back as somebody else. You, 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 you don't come back as another human being. You don't get born again to come back in another time in life. No, no. When you die, life is over. The question is, how will you respond to life today or based on what you're going? And somehow between the first phrase of verse 14 and the second phrase of verse 14, Job came to a revelation. He came to the solution and the answer. And he says, all of my appointed time. That's what the King James Version says. All of my appointed time. I like that right there. All of my dreadful days. All of my tough days. If we were to read this in the King James Version, it says all of my appointed time. In the New King James, it says all of the days of my hard service. All of the time that I'm going through hell. All of the time that life is not treating me the way I want life to treat me. And brothers and sisters, you will have those kinds of days in your life. You will have days when life doesn't treat you the way you think you ought to be treated. You will have those days when you will feel like God has forsaken you and forgotten about you. You will have those days. It is a part of life. I can't promise you that you'll never have rain. I cannot promise you that you'll never have storms in your life. It goes with the territory. There will come days when you won't have enough money to pay your bills. There will be those days when your boss doesn't treat you the way you wanted to treat. You ought to be treated. There will be days when you will struggle. There will be days 
that you might get fired. There will be days where you can't find a job. There will be days when you might not have enough food in the kitchen to take care of your family. Those days will come. But it's important for you to recognize that through all of those hard times, through all of those hard service days, that's what the scripture says. It, it says all of the days of my hard service. Here's what Job says. I love Job's response. I'm almost finished. I'm coming to a close. It's a short message. I don't have a whole lot to say. I've got just, just one point to, to conclude and say to you today. All of my appointed time, all of my tough days, all of my difficult hours. I like this here, Job. You have blessed me when you have said this. Job recognized that he was going through something that was even beyond his understanding. But he says, I will wait till my change comes. There's several things that I celebrate about this. First of all, he understood that there was a change that was going to come. He knew that it couldn't stay the way that it was. He says, I'll wait till my change comes. And that's the word that I've got to give you today. That's what I need to tell you. That's what I want you to understand. That change must come. Change will come. Change has to come. Job says, I'm going to wait till my change comes. He understood that it couldn't stay like this forever. And that's what I'm trying to tell somebody here today. I know it's been a long time. I know it's been difficult days, but it won't stay like that. Change is going to come. Your circumstances are going to shift. Something's going to turn around. Something is going to be shifted and changed. God will make a change. He says, I'm going to wait till the change comes. He had an anticipation and an expectation and a hope from the depths of his heart that something was about to change. He says, I'm going to wait until my change comes. I'm going to wait till things get altered. I'm waiting for the altercation. I'm waiting for God to cause something to come into my domain that doesn't look like it's going to come, but I know it's going to come. And my job is to tell somebody here today that God is about to bring something new. He's about to bring a new way, a new heart, a new focus, a new anointing, new power, a new situation, situation for you. He's about to bring change, but you've got to have the right attitude. And here's what's Job's attitude. He says, I will wait. That's what he says. I will wait. The key is this word wait. It is a word that means that what I'm going to do and what I'm determined to do is to patiently walk with God until I see God bring about a shift to my circumstance. That's what wait means. It means I'm going to hang with God and walk with God and stay with God and stay with him and believe in him and trust him and pray to him and rely on him and depend on him because I know the Savior that I serve will bring about a change. I feel, I feel a shout down in my sanctified soul because I look over my life and I look over my circumstance and I look over my days of my history and I've seen God bring about change. And I know that God will bring about a change in your life. He will change your circumstances. He will change your situation. Change is going to come. But the question is, what will you do until your change comes? My job is to tell you to walk with God. I will wait, Job said. Those three simple words, I will wait. Here's what he's saying. I'm going to stick with Jesus. I'm going to walk with the Savior and stay with him until my situation comes. I don't know who I'm talking to today. 
But this is a word. I want somebody to get a hold of this word today. Your change is about to come. Job's change came. Job's situation shifted. He went from losing everything to getting double for his trouble. He went from losing all that he had until God gave him twice what he lost. I don't know who I'm preaching to, but I'm prophesying to somebody today, your change is going to come. I, I don't know who I'm preaching to, but whoever you is, whatever you've been struggling with, whatever you're worried about, we serve a Savior named Jesus who is well aware of the circumstances that you have faced. He knows about your drama. He sees you. He has not abandoned you. He has not forsaken you. He has not left you. He's there even though you may feel like he's gone. He's there. He promised never to leave us or forsake us. He's there standing right by your side. So my job is to tell you to trust in him. Believe in him. Call on him. Call on the name of Jesus. Call out his name. Tell him, I need thee. I need thee, God. Oh, God, I need you. You've been listening to FBCG Live with Pastor John K. Jenkins, Sr. You cannot appreciate the sunshine until you've had some rain in your life. Wait patiently, walk with God, trust Him, and pray until a change comes. If you've been blessed by this message and would like to help us reach more people through this ministry, please click the link in the podcast description or visit our website, fbcglenarden.org slash give to donate. Thank you for joining us. We hope that you'll subscribe so that you'll never miss an episode. Be sure to tune in next week.